0: Is that you, Lo? Hello. Hello. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> Yay, no hiccups. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. It's been a long day, but we're out here surviving and thriving. <laughs> well, thank you for joining my podcast. So now I guess we can call it the low
1: emo show. Yes, for sure. <laughs> So um, it's going to be just us, you know, a free flowing conversation. Um, so I wanted to have you on because I feel like we're kind of both in like this similar situation where, you know, we're both single millennials and, <laughs> you know, all the bullshit that comes along with that. Um. It, yeah.
0: I don't even know where to That's begin. That's a girl. loaded. <laughs> <laughs> where do we start? It's it's a loaded, a loaded situation dating in your 30s, I'd say later 20s even, but I don't have that experience. I mean, do you want to start on dating apps? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could. Um you know it's
1: interesting cuz I was actually having a conversation with uh one of our Oh, I didn't even do an introduction. Well,
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey, we're free flowing here.
1: Look, I was just so anxious to get started and everything. Um, (laughs) So, Lo is one of my dearest friends. Um, We actually worked together um, and then became friends um so yeah i'll just go with that intro just keep it as very and vague I'd as possible like to add <laughs> that
0: hopefully no one from our work's listening to this <laughs> <laughs> or if you are
1: <laughs> pretend you did not <laughs> pretend you don't know who it is <laughs> <laughs> um uh so Basically, I think it was yesterday or a few days ago, I was having a conversation with one of our coworkers about, you know, work stuff. And somehow it just came up. because um, I was talking about my sister getting married. Uh-huh. And um, and I guess he said I found it interesting that his brother is actually having a lot of issues too. So it's not like
0: just I don't
1: know. It's not just the women that are having issues. There are men, but I'm trying to figure out like, well, if men are having issues too, how is it that everybody is missing each other? Because
0: <laughs> that is a really interesting <laughs> thing to say, because I've had this conversation like with a few people about my perspective about dating apps and how they promote like the constant mentality of dating up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like nobody gives things time to breathe. Like I have two ends of the spectrum friends I feel like where it's like they're super anxious to meet somebody and like there's a pressure that comes along with that in a way like where you're um, almost coming off over anxious or like overzealous in a way. Yeah. Like <laughs> and the person gets scared off or you meet the person they're chill like we're cool and you you're still not sure so you still continue to swipe or do your thing and you find somebody you find more attractive whether that's physically or mentally whatever it is and then you leave that situation even though it was perfectly okay yeah so I don't know that's that's an interesting thing that's kind of something I've like gone back and forth with in my mind is like I think I'm just going to be at a loss forever because everyone's always <laughs> dating up. Like it's like, <laughs> keep swiping. And, you know, instead of taking a pause and being like, wow, this could actually be something.
1: Yeah. And see, I'm definitely a pause kind of person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's for me, that's been the difficulty because I'm a pa- like, hold on, wait, well I kind of like the, I, I like him a little bit. So let me just go on and see what he's talking about. Um,
0: you know, that's something it's... I'll tell on myself that I've struggled with because I've I... been ghosted. Well, the ghosting, but something I've learned about myself, a little bit about me is that I have been married before. I was in a right. long term relationship. So as you know, and um, I didn't become single till my early 30s. And yeah. so I dating is foreign to me, and in my early twenties, like I wasn't dating anybody. Like I was out there, whiling. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll leave it at that. But I was not <laughs> dating anybody, and so, um, so yeah, so this has been like a whole, a whole new adventure for me, and. I have started to find that maybe I'm one of those people who needs to take <laughs> a pause sometimes. <laughs> but it's like a struggle, right? Like I thought of myself for my entire life up until probably this past couple of years as being a very like monogamous, like one person at a time type of thing. Yeah. But there's like a lot of fish out there and I was like, well, two things can actually mutually exist, like, like, I can like somebody and I can like someone else at the same time. And Mm so I'm like, I'm maybe part of that population of like, (laughs) well, I'm interested in multiple people. And like, what does that mean? Like dating multiple people at the same time, you know? Yeah. And I think one of the biggest
1: mistakes that um, some women make I'm not going to generalize and say all oh, is that not that we necessarily put our eggs in one basket mm-hmm. we don't date multiple men at once or women we just don't date multiples at once most of the time mm-hmm. and that's I know that that's
0: changing though I feel like yeah. I mean how many that's of those been hard profi- <laughs> I know I think like we're at that unique age of like where people um like the I feel like the younger generations are like all open and like Mm -hmm. let's do whatever and like almost like that 70s like free love mentality Mm -hmm. and then like the older generation after us is like very monogamous and very like or at least that's the front they put on yeah so we have like our feet in both
1: and it's like
0: so we have like I feel like I feel that struggle myself like sometimes I'm like I've been told this but then also I kind of like this so it's like forming your what works for you yeah
1: I don't yeah I I'm having a difficult time because I'm definitely I'll just say in my early 20s I was in a relationship and then prior to that I've always been like a serial monogamist Uh I should say like I've always like, up into up until I broke up with my last serious quote unquote series like the one where it was serious we lived together, that kind not that whole situation ship from yeah um yeah
0: remain on. nameless
1: we'll re- keep him nameless fucking leprechaun um we've all
0: had one of those,
1: but um. Yeah, my like I've always been a serial monogamist. So for me the idea of dating multiple people was hard because the one time I did try to do it, I got caught up, but I was on some like stupid like trying to be a player type shit. <laughs> and <laughs> girl, it was And this was back when, you know, pagers were a thing. So
0: that just tells you, like, how long ago it was. It was one of those beat me 911 situations.
1: Girl, I was a 304, (laughs) like, over and over
0: and over on the pager.
1: (laughs) He was a 304, 304. He just kept blowing up my pager. (laughs) He was mad. But uh, but yeah, I learned. I think from that, I kind of learned not necessarily learned my lesson. It was just like, mm, I don't know if I like this.
0: <laughs> so it's always been hard to you know. Yeah, and I think that's where why our like us having this conversations is interesting because I have like the opposite. Like I was a very monogamous person. Like I even after my marriage got into a situationship with somebody and. It was like, I'll tell myself again, but I was like, essentially kind of a side chick in the situation, but Mm -hmm. didn't go into it knowing that. And I found out later when I already was invested and the kind of conditioning of monogamy was so deep inside of me that like, Mm -hmm. I felt a sense of like, loyalty to him, even though He had a whole other situation going on. Yeah. And I think, like, something I learned of, like, staying in that, because I did stay in that situation for a significant amount of time that, you know, maybe things are not always black and white for me. And I tend Mm -hmm. to be a black and white person. So Mm -hmm. that's where my whole thing of, like, well, maybe dating a couple of people at a time isn't a bad thing um but i will say recently i've gotten into this place of like almost being afraid because i started realizing a lot of people that i've come across are in relationships
1: <laughs> and
0: <laughs> i'm like is at one point i would joke about this with my friends and you like i think i have like a target on my back for men that are seeking like a side relationship and i don't know what about me attracts them like and not to say like everybody has their situations and whatever and like I don't you know I don't know what's right or wrong but it started to open my eyes that maybe like you know go with how you feel and if you're okay in the situation like and you're willing to put up with that type of dynamic then to do it um it's really rough I'll say that like morally depending on where you stand on your moral values yeah. and all of that. But like, I don't know, I started to become okay with it because I I think like I genuinely knew the person cared about me and I mm-hmm. cared about them and that was what it was. Like we had a mutual understanding. But yeah. recently what I was getting to is that I think that all of that has scared me into actually meeting somebody who's ready to receive me, if that makes sense. Like, I recently mm-hmm. came across this guy that is very much interested in dating and having a solid relationship, but mm-hmm. I find myself intimidated by that. Oh
1: goodness! Um,
0: because <laughs> I'm used to these kind of half half-ass situations, and so yeah then I, that's been what's most recently been on my mind is like, okay, you didn't want to deal with these half-ass situations any longer. Like you learned a lot from them. Like I would never trade the situations I've been in for anything else because they've gotten me to where I am today. But now you have somebody who actually wants to like, try to build something with you and, and take that pause and get to know you. And like, I'm the one who's like, uh I'm not sure like my toe dipping my toe in the water like is this is that what I want I think it's because I almost can see like if I dip my toe and it gets it leads to something more like then it's going to be this whole like I almost psyched myself out of it and I don't know what that is
1: Hmm, could that be some kind of self-sabotage I don't
0: know (laughs) could that be (laughs) Mo calling me out (laughs) Hmm, potentially I, don't know I, love- <laughs> <laughs> I know for me it's um
1: a lot of well I don't even have any so, well I'll put it that I got one I have one person that's like hits me up in my well not one person I think I have there's like basically anybody that's in my DMs I'm not attracted to in that way at all mm-hmm. so we never are <laughs> yeah, of course. So I don't so I don't have any suitors nothing lined up. I I'm, I'm not seeking just because I think I have like just this dating exhaustion. Um yeah. It's hard to like get to know new people and then like that last situation I was in really fucked me up emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um like it fucked up my self-esteem. Um and it it's just it was one of those things I I think I've always been like, I I don't think I'm perfect, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) but I've always, I've never questioned myself um, to that degree after that last situation because yeah, it just, it really fucked me up because it was like, you know, the beginning, obviously it's always a whirlwind in the beginning and it was just like he was just very he pretty much pursued me and i and i think i've never really pursued anyone mm-hmm. um i've never been in a situation I, I feel like it was always you know the guy kind of pursuing me because I uh, you know I grew up with the saying like well you always want somebody that likes you a little more than you like right (laughs) that's toxic yeah it no it totally is
0: because that like
1: that's what is that is what has fucked me up because it's just like but I have like this extreme fear of rejection um well I had a fear of rejection before that but I think after this, after that situation, now it really, really, really fucked me up. Yeah. Um, fear of rejection, like questioning, not necessarily my self worth because I know what I deserve, but um, it definitely made me feel like if I'm even desired. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other layer to that is living in a state where. You know, because this is a white ass state. And you know (laughs) that that's just what it is. So the options are slim, but then also being a black woman in this environment and how that also impacts your dating options. Mm -hmm. Um
0: so it's girl, it's it's been hard. It it's yeah, it's really been hard. But like just poke on something that you said a little bit, like about the self-esteem thing and like questioning mm-hmm. your, if you're desirable. And I think that one thing too, that I'll mention is, you know, I never had a serious relationship um, until I was with my ex-husband um, mm-hmm. and we, God, I honestly was just think, trying to think of this earlier in preparation for this conversation, but I can't honestly remember when what age I was when we got together but I think it was around like 25 ish mm-hmm. and 24 25 uh, but we had been like we knew each other prior to that it was kind of one of those like it took a while for us to get together yeah but he was the first person I felt like made me feel desired and there's what I was just going to say is there's so many reasons that we already doubt each ourselves and like for me yeah mine was my weight Like, I just felt Mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, no one's ever going to desire me because I'm fat. Like, (laughs) and so then I met him and it was like, no, that's not true. And then as I've gotten older, I'm like, there's tons of people out here, like just that whole, like not being desired thing. And what I was getting to is just as it relates to like dating in our like older ages, like once I feel like one thing that I've learned is, like, owning, just owning yourself. And there's lots of people out there. Mm-hmm. And what I was going to poke at you about is, like, have you done any thinking about, like, what, do you believe that the rejection of this, the leprechaun was, is what kind of <laughs> push, pushed your self-esteem? Or were there other things that you had been struggling with? Because, you know, I hear a lot about, like, you can't really date other people people until you feel whole as yourself and that's something I've Mm -hmm. really taken to heart because I knew I had tons of holes in me that I needed to Mm -hmm. work on. Yeah I think that
1: um, I think that I've always had holes but it was never it never had anything to do necessarily with you know my romantic Mm -hmm. life and I think that's the first time where I had a romantic situation impact me in that way. Um, Because, you know, with my ex, you know, that I was with for years and years, um, when I left that, when I left that relationship, it, I was fucked up, but not because, um, not because I felt any kind of way by myself. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I have I have insecurities like everybody else. Um, yeah, my head's big. I don't I don't have a Coke bottle <laughs> shape. <laughs> you know what I mean. But I've never thought of myself as uh-huh. ugly. Um, so, like, it, it, you know, it's just like I just have regular, yeah, just regular insecurities. But I also know that those things that I'm insecure insecure about were never really impacted you know whether someone thought i was attractive Mm -hmm. and prior to you know this last situation but um but yeah even when i left that relationship it was it was hard but not because i felt some sort of way by myself it was just that i had been with this man for like five almost five and a half years and um he was really deeply involved with me raising my mm-hmm. daughter and so it was a lot and then also like we were together for most of my early 20s and so by you know the time that I we were breaking up you know most of my friends and everybody they're getting married and having babies and I'm leaving this relationship so then it's just like well who the fuck mm-hmm. am I so <laughs> so I think in a sense it was really good for me because I really kind of was
0: able to figure out a lot about myself after that um so when you got in the situation with the leprechaun you felt like you really had a sense of self and so the way that went down really took you down a notch because like girl it crashed like it crashed in because I I really loved him Mm -hmm. you
1: know what I mean and it was and it wasn't just, you know, of course, like, of course he was super, like, yeah, even though he was, you know, shorter than me, he was fine as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so like, he he, like, he like, was something really nice to look at. And then also intellectually, like, the, like well, we would be on the phone for like hours and I hadn't had that since I didn't know how long, you know, like he was one of those people that would actually want to call you and talk to you on the phone. And then you just talk for hours and mm-hmm. hours and hours until somebody starts dozing off on the phone. So it was like a real intellectual connection and a, a strong physical attraction. Mm-hmm. Like just the intellectual, I mean, intellectual part of it just was just like, oh, well, that's even better. Um, so I think I think a part of me also there's like this fear that. I won't have that again because I think that, you know, even with um my ex, I'll just call him K, um, not Leprechaun, yeah. but K, <laughs> even like he and I are still friends to this day, but it's still, it's that it was that, into, it was the intellectual connection that we had. And I think after leaving that relationship, I was afraid that I wouldn't find somebody that I connected with on that level mm-hmm. again. So then when the leprechaun came along and that happened it was just like oh fuck yes like I don't like this is it <laughs> you know this
0: re- it reminds so. <laughs> me of something I had read recently because I you know I don't know if you do this too but I like am out here on the internet it's a great resource everybody like <laughs> You know, sometimes it's your Have you heard about the your, internet? Sometimes it's your best friend when you need to ask a question that you don't really necessarily <laughs> want to call anyone and ask and I was reading an article about dating and especially dating when you're, you know, 30s plus and it had said something along the lines of like come <clears throat> once you're in these, you know, 30s and up that um people are often bound to have baggage and also be hated like by their past situations and so it means that like what it had, I think it said something like it means that the innocence and fun of dating is lost
1: and Mm -hmm.
0: I almost feel like I kind of feel like that could resonate with you in a way like you're like now because how do you feel? I guess I would ask you, cause I'm a little bit different in this way, but I'll let you go first is like, how do you feel about like dating now? Is it the feet Are you afraid? Like, do you feel like you're re-open, ready and open again? Or do you feel like you're a bit jaded?
1: Um, I think that, I think that I am a little bit jaded, but not so jaded that I'm not mm-hmm. open. Um, because I mean at the end of the day, like and we've had this conversation before, it's just like I, I want that companionship. You know, I would like to get married. Um, you know, and if the universe has it, I would like to have another child. I never wanted, you know, my daughter to be the only child. Mm-hmm. So um I have to think about those things that I want to not feel super jaded, but I mean, obviously I'm kind of jaded because I'm not even trying yeah. right now. You know, <laughs> like, like when um, like the conversation that I was having the other day, I was just like, yeah, uh, I was like right now, the only way I'm gonna meet my husband is if he shows up at my front doorstep. So I mean, it's- <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you are jaded, let's
1: just call it it. What it so is. <laughs> like I, I because I, I'm not on anything, but it. I think a lot of it is just the exhaustion, just- you know, I, like, I don't, I'm tired of being disappointed. I don't want to get hurt. Um, I don't want to be rejected also. So it's, it's just like, where the fuck do I go from here? Like, how do you even? I
0: have a few. In, yeah, like, something that comes yeah. to my mind, too, is like, do you know, do you remember, maybe this ha- didn't happen to you, but I remember, like, when I was younger, like, you know, early 20s maybe even late teens where Mm -hmm. there were girls women that I knew that would outwardly be like I want this like and it was almost weird for a girl to like or a woman to say Mm -hmm. like I want a relationship or people would like be like oh she like is crazy she's already telling me she wants to be married and all this stuff. And i think back to that and, like, be like, maybe that's where I did things wrong. Like, I wasn't (laughs) um, dating with intention, you know?
1: Yeah. I could see that being part of my problem, too. Because, like I said, I've never been one to pursue Mm -hmm. anyone. Um, So, and I think that comes with that, like, you know, not... I don't want to use the word
0: but, but being forthcoming and yeah. direct. Direct yeah. word.
1: Because I've yeah, I I've always been like, oh, let's just see how things go. And then it just boom ends up in a relationship. Um, that's been that I think that has been one um one habit I need to I break. I think
0: that's also one say. of my my issues as well as that, I'm so easy going. <laughs> I easy going myself yeah. into a situation that I didn't want to be in with somebody who has a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> and, but yeah, that, but you know, I tried to do that though, because even with the leprechaun, like I was very forthcoming about what I wanted. I, you know, it wasn't like, you know, I'm not saying that you have to commit tomorrow, but this is what I want. Um, I'm not I'm not against having another kid, but if I don't, that's okay. Um
0: looking back, how do you do you feel he received that or was he kind of was he direct with his answer back? Um, I think he was direct with an answer
1: back, but I think it was just bullshit mm-hmm. at this point. And I think that he had a whole bunch of unresolved baggage. And my thing is, you know. Oh, this is another thing I want to talk about because you know how people are always like, Well, you should work on yourself mm-hmm. first.
0: <laughs> we have some you know, feelings about this. Like,
1: really? <laughs> and to me, it's just like, no, you can you can work on yourself while also dating. You know, you I mean, no one's saying that like, nobody no. has it all together. Even people even people that take that time and work on themselves and stay single, they still don't have it all together. So, it's like, you don't have to just sit there and be lonely with no companionship while you try to work through stuff. Now, does it make it easier? Like, if you just stay single and work through it? Yes, but some of us are a lot further along mm-hmm. than others, I think. So, um... Yeah. So, I... I <laughs> yeah just the kind of circle back but yeah what he 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 had a lot of baggage that he needed to work on and i think i was done when it came to a point where it's just like okay well you admit that this is a problem um you know the solution to solve it but you're Mm -hmm. not doing anything so then that's when it was just like to me it was just like okay well i think this is my exit because it's like really fucking me up like i am fucked up Like I've never been this fucked up after any kind of relationship or situationship
0: ever. So. um, And I remember too, you were strong in that situation and walked away. Like.
1: Girl, it was hard.
0: But also like that is a big step. I think a lot of us become complacent in a situation and don't do. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, as hard as it is and trying to seek, out silver linings or like the lesson because you know that whole saying of like no matter what you've been through if you're able to find a lesson in it then it was worth your time or like you've I mean yeah I think trying to re- look at it from that point of view then you definitely did a lot of growing from that situation yeah hard and it sucked ass because he couldn't get his shit together it's like at least you've leveled up in a way yeah Mm -hmm.
1: no you're right I mean and I don't and and I I think now I'm just now recently at a point where I can think about that situation Mm -hmm. and not cry like sometimes you know you 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 know how you get all choked up and it's just like just talking about it and then it's just like you just want to belt out this Mm -hmm. loud scream but um I'm, I'm past, I I think I'm past that point. Every blue moon, I think I have like a little bit of a, you know, a little sniff, sniff. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> a little sniff, sniff, white. Reminiscing. <laughs> but I think the problem from, but I think that is just thinking about what could have been. And I like, you know, and sometimes you just have to not think that way. But um yeah I, i'm just sitting here thinking about how messy all of my relationships have been and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> oh i mean mine haven't been like completely yeah. drama free because k he he was a whole yeah. situation it was he was very um he's defi- definitely definitely mm-hmm. an alpha male so that like i will say like i did feel protected but sometimes like you just want to like punch them up oh my god as i don't know how many times i just wanted to throw a pot at him because <laughs> everything was his way gotcha. or the highway it was just like i i like i left that situation because it was just like okay i'm not about to be the only motherfucker here compromising. like i'm sick of this shit and um yeah that was we're friends now um, and which is odd because I still like I'm still close to his parents and they they like drop Christmas mm-hmm. gifts off and Well
0: and you know, have that it's... different a different level because <laughs> your baby was, yeah. you know, essentially brought up in that family in a way. So it's a yeah. special that's like yeah, that's her second family mm-hmm. her third family. <laughs> so
1: it yeah. So that yeah, that was a little bit different because that I think that is what made it hardest to let go of that relationship was because of the relationship I had with his family and because of the relationship my daughter had with his family and him. Um, but, but you know, here it is, she's 18 now and that hasn't gone away. That's still, you know, there's still an extension of our family, which is cool. But, um,
0: Are you still there, Lo? Okay, I can hear you. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and we're back. I'll
1: have to figure out how to join those two uh I'm sure you recordings can. together. Yeah. I'll put a commercial
0: in there. Put some
1: <laughs> throw your ass
0: music in there. That's an intermission. Throw that ass in a circle.
1: <laughs> so where did I leave off at? Oh, I was talking about how me and Kay were still friends and mm-hmm. how Mia still yeah how my child still has a connection with the family and all that and that was all great um and then how
0: I think we're moving into some th- a new topic of or we were starting to move into something new I think the next part of this is like we've both acknowledged our like interesting past relationships and then what that leads to and the what that means for our present relationships and like how we're we've been impacted by the past relationships because I think for me like my I I guess I'll start with that the biggest I think significant relationship which was with my ex um husband um because that was so messy that was like one of those oh god yeah (laughs) Girl, you leave in a set it off type of moment, but it didn't go down like that at all because I I was still struggling with like my own self worth so much that, yeah, many times I leaned in on the people I loved around me to help me navigate even how to like move out of that situation because I stayed around in that situation after it blew up for quite some time, (laughs) yeah, and I think it just had a lot to do with like my own self-esteem. And essentially what happened in that situation for everybody listening is that my ex, um, told me that he was polyamorous after our, we got married about six, six months or so after we got married, which totally rocked my world. But looking back now, I've acknowledged my, um, my part in that relationship and that we both, I think what I've come to terms with on that in lots of therapy is that we both were just two fucked up people fucking each other up. <laughs> 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 While he may have, you know, pulled the last straw with the yeah. whole polyamorous thing, I know that and acknowledge that my part was wild in the ways that I would act and some of the ways of control that I sought mm-hmm. out in the relationship and how that was not healthy. And so, you know, I always think about that now as just an even score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I definitely at the time felt like a victim. But, you know, now I think that's influenced my current relationships and situationships because I've realized like that pe- both people are just people and like not to have expectations. Mm-hmm. I think. That's hard. Yeah. And I think that I had met somebody recently in the past six months or so. And he is really... Like, we've had the most insane conversations about, like, being able to just be every day. Like, not good, not bad. But just, like, be and, like, free-flowing and, like, addressing things as they Like, it's just really... I was already, I feel like, on the edge of the waterfall of, like, starting a self-discovery and who I want to be in a relationship. But mm-hmm. I feel like I met him for a reason because he um, he's very much about, like, that. Like, why does everything have to be a certain way? You know, like... Mm-hmm. And I think that I was already starting to crack that eggshell when I was mm-hmm. in the previous situation where I was a side chick, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're not glorifying side chicks like I believe no. it. I feel very
1: guilty about that situation. And... you didn't go into it like there, there's some people that like that kind of situation you didn't go into it you
0: No, know, but I, that kind of shit I very much love that person that I was in that situation with and I think that that situation kind of like I said started to crack the egg on like Maybe everything isn't always going to be, like, this picturesque, yeah. like, Cinderella story in that you can still love somebody and it not be what you thought it was going to be. And so I left that situation with lots of love for that person still yeah. um, and caring and, you know, all of that. But then I met this next person who... um Like I said, almost like reaffirmed everything I had been taught from the side chick situation. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do I know about him? Yes, the the new person. Oh, okay. Yes, you do. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) I don't know, girl, because you be pulling them, so
0: (laughs) (laughs) you don't. (laughs) <laughs> but it's like short-lived things like yeah. you know there's very few that I mean, yeah. you know and like I said earlier on in this in this podcast is like that situation I entered into I just I'll just keep referring to it as the side chick situation that's an easy way to <laughs> identify it but um, I felt a very much sense of loyalty and monogamy like I wanted yeah. to somebody that clearly was not it you know yeah in a place to receive that but wanted to
1: yeah well wanted to but didn't do the work to To make
0: that happen yes and that's kind of what happened it came to (laughs) heads I finally got enough like mustered enough inside of me to be like you know we're not doing each other any justice by allowing Mm -mm us to participate in this like half ass situation that's exactly what I told him and it's been rough I mean that's something that I still like am kind of trying to understand because the feelings were so deep in something that felt like like on paper it was so wrong like what yeah. we were doing and so like I said I think this next person that I had met After being in that situation just reaffirmed that like maybe I'm a lot more fluid as far as relationships go because Mm -hmm. I've been able to see that and I almost wonder you know I'll also say like with my ex and the polyamory thing I met the woman that he had met Mm -hmm. like thinking that I remember (laughs) (laughs) that turned out very bad (laughs) thinking well maybe yeah and I think (laughs) you know I think like I don't know I almost feel like I I think he
1: knew you would do that shit though yeah I think I think that's why he waited until you were married to do it because he thought you would just be like I love him and we've been through all this shit together And we're finally married. And I'm not going to let it go. Even though all the shit in the past that had happened. And you guys still got married. I think he wasn't going to. Yeah, He thought that you were just going to stick around. To be honest. Part of
0: the thing too for me. Which I'm okay admitting about myself. And may sound terrible. Is that I didn't want to lose. Like. Yeah. No. Who does? Like I will meet her. Like I'll do whatever. And see if. Because I didn't. Want to lose my relationship to somebody else, yeah. but the thing that I found was that I already lost. Like, yeah, <laughs> looking yeah. back, like I had already lost, and yeah, I just was holding on to something because of my own ego and not wanting to be the person who got left,
1: right that's the fear that fear of rejection because mm-hmm. that's that's based that's what it is essentially is
0: yeah and like I said I think all of these situations and then of course like the one that I'm referring to as being like kind of the eye-opening thing recently of like just allowing things to be have like prepared me all for where I am today like it started with me <laughs> kind of poking in that and it just has seriously killed all of my ideas around what a healthy relationship is like Mm -hmm. now like where i am and we're probably in a bit of a different place you know both of us but it's yeah me that like i don't i'm still trying to understand what my healthy relationship looks like and that looks different for everybody is what i found yeah no it does and
1: i also want to touch on how you said that this is you know this new I'm not going to call I don't want to call it a situation this new person that's coming <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's like a negative a, but like, situationship
0: like, a, so before we can he so he told me straight up that he was looking for a situationship essentially like he was like I don't know why I can't just be with somebody and we know what's up like you know what I mean and yeah um he was like, I just, he's like, I just don't know why that's a bad thing. And like, if you're only able to give so much of yourself at a certain time, what's wrong with sitting in that? Yeah, that's true. And I think like, the, a lot of all of this has just been like, killing expectations of other people. Like, yeah, I see, it's hard for
1: me to, okay, I'll put it this way. I'm not the kind of person that has like these ridiculous expectations mm-hmm. out of people. You know what I mean? I have expectations, but it, you know, again, I'm still a very, I'm still very much a go with the flow kind of person. Like we mm-hmm. don't, I, I, you know, I've never wanted that white picket fence life. I could have had it, but I didn't. What are you drinking? Uh, water. <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm refilling my cup. Up. like what you drinking Um, (laughs) you know i'm sober my (laughs) my wild relationship drove me to sobriety
1: (laughs) (laughs) but i uh, (laughs) i i never had like these hardcore expectations because i you know again i'm always going with the flow but i still had certain expectations like for sure if we have if we haven't had a discussion about like if if we haven't had a specific discussion about where we are, then to me, that means like, we are both still single. We're not in a committed relationship. And mm-hmm. so I remember taking that forth to the leprechaun, like, well, you know, well, what are we doing? And it will, uh, well, I don't want to put a needle. <laughs> okay. I said, well, in all of our conversations, you treat me, you, like you are kind of territorial. And it's just like, you say certain things, do certain things, and do certain, like, okay, I'll give an example. So, you know, we talked every day. If we didn't see each other, we still talk, mm-hmm. you know, and I would tell him, oh, going happy. Hour. remember that time we went to, um, was it the Red Hook Brewery? Oh, on Cap Hill? Yeah. Yeah. So he knew that I was going there. And he called me like two or three times while I was there. Like, first off, don't like, don't start doing relationship shit. Like, where are you doing? What time are you going? Like, doing that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. If then you all of a sudden don't want a label. So it, he he treated our situationship very much like it was a committed relationship, but didn't want to have titles or. And it's just like, okay, where well, are you fucking other people? No, okay, then what's the fucking problem? Mm-hmm. You know, what I, I don't understand what you're not fucking anyone else. You don't want me fucking with anyone else. Um, like what, like this is, this is what it is. But you don't, yeah. The shit was just. It's almost like
0: that whole thing I said earlier that I read about the bringing that baggage and being, yeah, like relationship fatigue, like people when asked or starting when things are starting to move into that direction they almost Mm -hmm. get are afraid and that's kind of what I was saying too about that guy that I recently recently met like where he like came at me like here is what I'm looking for and like I'm Mm -hmm. interested in you and I want to hang out with you and spend more time with you and I'm like uh yeah i don't i don't know what? What like I'm uh, that, okay i'm not homer homer <laughs> meme fading into the bushes right now like, <laughs> i'll see my way out like
1: yeah and Uh, Yeah, that was just weird. Because I I remember early on and see, I didn't listen to the I also didn't pay attention to the red flags. Mm -hmm. Because he even said early on, like, you know, I haven't been really good at relationships. And so that came up again later on when things got bad. And I was like, well, we'll do fucking better. Mm hmm you know it, it's not hard like you know that this is fucked up so do better like I don't understand why you're making it so complicated he's just like oh all these expectations I'm like, I never put any fucking expectations on you the only thing I ask is you know what the fuck are we doing that was it I never said that you have to have a A six thousand square foot home, or you, you know, it's just like I don't know where all these fucking expectations that you're talking about came from because I never put that shit on you. Well, and I just wanted companionship. You know, I can take care of my. I'm not asking you to pay my bills, pay my rent. I wanted, I wanted someone to be with. And
0: you know, that's (laughs) the fuckery that also exists where yeah, you meet people because yes, I've had a dose of this myself, and it's like they want you in the way they want you. Right. Not in a way that's mutually beneficial to both people. Whereas like your situation, you're, you are clearly in a relationship with this person who doesn't. Yeah. It was a relationship regardless. Once once they hear that word, it's like, Oh, this is like, this is two expectations, blah, blah, blah. But then when he wants you, and your attention, he's blowing your phone up while you're out with your friends and like acting like he's your man, even though men should not be blowing up their girls when they're out with their friends in the first place. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But
1: anyway. And that like, didn't happen all the yeah. time. But it was one I could tell it was like, but I had invited him there too. Cause I mean, I remember saying, like, you should come.
0: But it. but but that's the whole thing, is like Yeah that pe- there's people out here like that want you in the way they want you, and then when you are not cool with that, or you like want to like move forward and like grow something, it's like you've just like literally threatened their life or something, and they run, girl. <laughs> and then this motherfucker won't go nowhere now.
1: <laughs> like I haven't, I haven't talked to him, but let's see. He hit me up around the ho- around Thanksgiving. No, after I cut things off, like six months after I cut things off, he texts me. Like oh um I hope you don't hate me. Like motherfucker I never said I hated you. Don't do that. Sh- We're not doing that. Like I I never said that I hated you. I said you hurt my feelings, bitch. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I didn't call him a bitch, but you wanted that's, you. You know, But that's just how I felt. Like I girl I did not let, I did not get my foot off his neck either. And he was just like, well, I was, I just wanted to say hi because I thought about you. It was just, like, it was like he was trying to get away at that point
0: because I just went in again. And we decided and then, no project <laughs> 2021. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so then I think, I don't know, a couple months passed. And
0: oh,
1: yeah, I can't, a couple of months have passed and then i didn't hear anything wasn't it um, New
0: years or something i felt like you
1: guys yeah cur- around christmas time like right before christmas um he wished me happy holidays and then i wished him a happy new year um but there but at, but outside of that there hasn't been but and again like i don't it, i don't hate him you know i i that's what made it so hard mm-hmm. like Part of me just wanted to be like, could you please just fuck me over? Like, go, like, completely fuck me. Like, do something just really super fucked up so I can hate you to make it easy. You know, it that so, yeah,
0: that's something that I've talked a lot I wanted. <laughs> about in therapy, <laughs> like detaching with love, mm-hmm. which is a challenge. I mean, because it does not go with our normal psyche of like, I. I'm going to stop talking to you because I love you so much. Like that whole yeah, that's what a it natural was. thought process. <laughs> no, it's not. That's why I wanted him to do something
1: like super yeah. fucked up so I could just hate him and make it easy on myself.
0: It's easier to, you know, step away from somebody who's doing you wrong than to be like, I love you enough to be like, and, yeah. and not only you, but I love myself enough to be like, I'm out. Like, you know yeah Uh, it's again dating in your 30s the all the yeah all the perspective you've gained up until this point that comes along
1: with you (laughs) and and you know what's so funny and now that after i said that about just like him not going away Mm -hmm. now i think about no one ever fucking goes away because remember that one guy (laughs) they really don't Remember the one, remember um, the, uh, we'll just call him the Viking, that guy.
0: Yes. (laughs) The heist man. I was like, I almost said before you even, when you said remember that one guy, I almost said the bank robber, but he wasn't a bank robber. Yeah, it wasn't
1: a bank (laughs) robber. Well, he had committed some grand larceny type. It's like some Ocean's Eleven. We love a schemer and
0: a scammer. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah he he <laughs> that shit was crazy mm-hmm. but even he hit me up like shit it had been two years later because he just completely ghosted me but i didn't have that much time invested so it didn't you know they always come back it, yeah it, it, it pissed me off and i was kind of mad about it but i also wasn't that invested in it mm-hmm. and um I mean, and to be completely honest, it was really just all about the sex, anyway. (laughs) Because since I have not like that, like that was just fucking epic. Um, yeah, that yeah. Um, Sorry, Grandma. (laughs) Oh no, I'm not telling. She can't listen to this one. And even if she did listen to it, she was like, "Ooh, girl, what did he do?" (laughs) But <laughs> like you know can...
0: my mom was like, oh, I wanna listen. And I was like, <laughs> I'll let you know when the link's out. <laughs>
1: yeah, because girl, cause my grandma will be all like, oh, what did y'all oh what did he do? You know, I have to live vicariously through you. I haven't <laughs> had sex since nineteen ninety one or whatever. Oh, however Don't long her business out there, like that. <laughs> she, she put her business out there like that. <laughs> like what you want for Christmas? Y'all need to buy me one of them silver books. <laughs> <laughs> And we just be like, shut up, oh, <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> she got the oh, right attitude, girl, girl. I got to tell you about Grandma trying to date, girl. Oh God, So she joined, she joined Christian Mingo or our our time. What one of those for the old folks?
0: Silver singles, oh. <laughs> girl.
1: She, she said, I don't want none of them old ass men. On that. <laughs> She said they just old and crusty and white. Oh Lord. <laughs> Cause where she lives, she lives like up in the desert in California. So they like the like Trump supporter wife oh, too. Oh okay. So <laughs> we're staying away from there. So yeah, she uh yeah. Oh God. I don't know. It's but I'm gonna but yeah they don't go away they
0: never go away completely no and one thing I was thinking when we were talking about that that you brought up about is being ghosted what about what is your take on ghosting and being ghosted like I have some interesting like I want to ghost people but then I don't want to be ghosted I'll admit that (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) See, I'm very. Well, see, this is going to be my little self-righteous, self-righteousness coming out. I I cannot ghost
0: anybody. Like, if I just can't do that if it's not working. Because I come to you for advice, and you're like, "No, just say something." (laughs) And I'm like, "Damn." Well, and and
1: my reason because just because I know how it feels Mm -hmm. um, to be ghosted, and luckily for me, I, I mean. I got over it fairly quickly because, you know, it wasn't anything that I had really invested that there was still time invested, but it wasn't that much time invested to where it had me just all broken up. Mm-hmm. But I never want to do that to somebody. And, you know, because what if they like me a little more than I like them? <laughs> you know, I've I, I just I've been honest before and just been like, you know, what it I don't like I don't think this is going to work out just because i'm just not feeling it um so i think people should say something even if um well there is one guy i did you know what let me let me take that back because there is one guy that i i well i didn't really ghost him he just wasn't a good communicator and so then i just stopped like Last time, like, he texted me, I responded, but then there was nothing after, so I didn't even bother responding, and then I saw him on Tinder, so then I figured, oh, okay, well, he met somebody,
0: so that's cool. (laughs) That's a good segue into (laughs) the dating app dynamics. Like, is there an expectation (laughs) that if you're talking to somebody and you've gone on a date or two with them, that they deactivate Tinder, or what does that look like?
1: to me okay i'll tell you what i did with the leprechaun once um once you know after we had been out a few times and hung out together and then i realized like you know um i'm i deactivated my tinder are you going to do that or and it was just like yeah okay well then okay we're both off tinder it it was just like we talked about it um But I think, yeah, have that conversation. Don't just assume. I mean, and then you, there's a way on there to make yourself not discoverable. So you don't completely delete it. You just aren't looking at profiles. And then if the shit don't work out, you can just reactivate, just, you know, flip the little switch (laughs) and put it back on. Because
0: you know, the low way of uh, dating apps is I I get on a dating app. I stay on there for maximum of three to five business days and then I delete the whole app because I've had enough. Like.
1: We'll see what I do. And, you know, some people might think it's crazy, but I, I always pay for the upgrade.
0: Oh yeah.
1: So I pay for the upgrade and then that way I only have to go through who's already liked me. Mm-hmm. Well, with Tinder. Um, oh no, that Bumble does that too. Yeah, you can do that on Bumble too. Um, So yeah, so then that makes it a little bit easier because then it's just like, okay, like I, I can just see who liked my profile and then if I like them, cool, then we match up, whatever. Um, I found that I had more success that way. But, uh, but then after a while, it just became, I don't, it's like you... People, I think there's people on there that's just match collectors. Yeah, I think so too. They they just collect matches, and well, yeah, that was a Leprechauns issue too. That was another thing. I think
0: it goes back to my theory of like (laughs) they're trying to see physically who the hottest chick that's gonna swipe them is, (laughs) like, and either that or
1: they, or it is an ego boost, which. Like It's like a reward system. It's just like, oh, all these women like me and ooh. Because I think even with um, being a leprechaun, we had matched like three or four times. And then it was just like, I was on again, off again on the Mm -hmm. app. But we had matched like three or four times before we even said anything to each other. But see, for me, I had never made the first move because one, I don't like making the first move. Mm -hmm. And two, (laughs) And two, I could tell he was short in his profile. I remember us
0: distinctly <laughs> having this conversation. <laughs> You're like his arms. Like look at him. Like you know, girl, look at that. the arms.
1: The arms are very telling. Cause that that what did he call it? Um, what's the you know, I didn't uh I didn't do that great in uh by what the hell is that part of the arm called? Not the forearm, the upper part. like the bicep area okay uh, yeah where you buy yeah that part of the arm bicep Uh tricep that area that shit was short (laughs) so so i knew he was short and then like just there being a lack of like full like well there wasn't a lack of full body photos they it like next to people. He was, it no. Well, yeah, it wasn't next to anybody. <laughs> there were no other people. So not even with blacked out faces, girl. But um, but there was one picture where he's in Hawaii and it was like a waterfall. And so I would. So then that that was the first full body. And you know I'm trying to I'm trying to see the distance of the waist from the feet. To see. <laughs> <laughs> But then I was like, "Oh no!" But look at the forearm. But then, on some pictures, it was like, "I don't know." But maybe he just, you know, because some some people just look short and they might not necessarily be that mm-hmm. short. Now he was that short, but that it really wasn't that big. Like I don't, I don't care as long as it's not a problem for you. I know some people don't like short men, but
0: I have no issues with I, shorter men either. I I, I one too. <laughs>
1: Short men sometimes aren't short everywhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going
0: to put that out there. Oh, on the I'm not, no.
1: um, <laughs> they don't make up for in height.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> what You're so silly. Um, there's. The big ones: Hinge, Tinder, Bumble. Have you used all of them? I've used Hinge. I've used
1: Tinder. I was on Bumble shortly. I've tried Coffee Meets Bagel. That shit was born as fuck. <laughs> I've definitely
0: um, heard of that one.
1: Um, and then what was that? Oh, okay, Cupid. That one was. That's like the that OG. one's a little bit that's better. Been around since like yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that. Yeah, that was like the OG. Like yeah. I I, I did, but I did use it. um, That one, I think, is the better out of all of them because you have to fill out a little bit more in your profile to, like, really get a good amount of matches. Uh So, um, you know, it's interesting. But they still have that swipe. I hate that fucking swipe left, swipe right shit.
0: Like, they need one that doesn't have that. So, I have an interesting, and this came upon about from this last man that I had chat- been chatting with, you know, the be like mm-hmm. water guy. We'll call him that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that I very much am attracted to people based on like energy. And I think you're the same. Cause we talk a lot about this. Yeah. We're very similar in spirituality. Yes. <laughs> and um, like, it takes more for me than just a physical being to, decide that like I want to you know be physical with you I want to do xyz like I need more than just the physical but one thing I've learned about the dating apps and he kind of called me out about is that there is a physical element (laughs) to that because I'm clearly swiping (laughs) because he used himself as an example and he was like well you swiped on me and I was like Mm. that is very true (laughs) And he's like, and there's not enough there for you to know, like, about what my energy is like or where I am spiritually, or like even just enough information to know anything about him. And I swipe. So right. it's like, well, it, it really made me look at myself like, damn. So then I realized that my, because like I think all of us have these like kind of requirements when we're even swiping of things we're looking for. And I started mm-hmm. thinking through, like, when I am swiping, when I've used dating apps, what am I exactly doing? And it's true. What I've done to make up for the, like, energy, like, blah, 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 matching, is I pay attention to, like, the photos. Like, what are you doing mm-hmm. in your photos? What are you wearing? Like, yeah. you mentioned music in your profile. Are you at a concert? Like, all these things that I, yeah. are you in a museum? Because, if you know me, you know, I love a few things, a few things, music, art. You're, you're very cultured. <laughs> yeah, you're Ew. so cultured. I'm <laughs> no, but like, I just love art and like all that kind of stuff. So it's like, okay, well then, and this person looks cute. Like, sure. So I guess that it almost called, he called me out in a way that I was like, you're right. There is that element of physical that is important. Yeah. I've always been, like, very connection-based, but I still stand by my whole theory for myself that, like, to get any further than just meeting somebody from a dating app, like, mm-hmm. so I'll go on a date with you, but if you're trying to go further, like, physically or, like, you know what I mean, that there has to be that energy there. Because he also was saying, like, and hit what he had said to me was, you've never seen someone you just wanted to have sex with? And I was like, no. Like, there I've never... What and he was like, That is so strange, and I was like, I mean, I definitely have seen men maybe, uh, maybe you're like a sapiosexual. Call- a def-
1: well, yeah, sapiosexual, but then there's another, um, there. Oh, hold on, let
0: me, I'm gonna google it. <laughs> there's that <laughs> internet again, <laughs> but yeah, I it I is, know. but yeah, I was like, That's interesting because. Demisexual demisexual, yeah, which it's
1: you know sexual orientation characterized by only experiencing sexual attraction after making an emotional yes. connection with a specific person definitely
0: what I think it is because I've even said to him I was like, I just can't get there with somebody, like I need to like know them and like <laughs> feel something like I can't <laughs>
1: oh see. <laughs> i wish i I wish i was the opposite i know in like 15 (laughs) seconds oh yeah he
0: can get it (laughs) like i wish i was that way sometimes it feels like it would be less complicated because i end up in these deep and you know this i end up in these deep connections with people and then i'm like feel like fuck like why can't it just be simpler of like Maybe we just hook up and move forward. Like, it doesn't have to always be that deep thing. But it ends up being Yeah. Anyway, the dating app thing's interesting. And I think what I've learned, because I've briefly... I think I had, like, a two-day stint on Hinge. And, like, Mm -hmm. maybe one day on Bumble. But I've done Tinder more than once. Like, for a short, like, couple days at a time. Yeah, always go back to Tinder.
1: Because it just seems like it's just a lot more (laughs) Yeah,
0: is that, like i've remember, had this conversation um, with my one of my other really good friends and she we both agreed that hinge like is a low self-esteem app like i've got no likes on there and no love well and the thing
1: is not in not everybody on there is even that cute I so you'd know. be like motherfucker how, how dare
0: you like it's I, offensive. I really was like <laughs> and she had this, and i think that i told you didn't we talk about this how like we were like god hinge just like a terrible act like i felt shitty about myself even after two or three days like and i was just like and then bumble i feel like is decent but for some reason the tinder model for me seems to just fit better because like if you go on like what i was saying earlier looks wise it's like um, okay <laughs> that's pretty much what you're doing on each of these apps yeah you have more but, yeah that's so it's all just, you're doing you're yeah, just going so it simplifies it see. if you just use tinder because you're just immediately doing the swiping yeah <laughs> and going about your day
1: yeah, yeah I have a love hate relationship yeah. with tinder it's definitely a love hate well, relationship because then you have those because... people that are
0: looking for purely to fuck
1: <laughs> yeah and which I'm okay. you know that's yeah. great like, just be upfront with it. So then I can decide if that's what I want, too. I don't, you know, that that's one thing that I will say, like, really frustrates me about dating because, and I've even told somebody that, like, if you just can't, if you were just upfront like, tell me what you want up because it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm not going to mm-hmm. fuck with that guy because I, I might still fuck with you. Just like, I just know from the jump that not to expect anything more than what, you know, than just a friends with benefits type situation, but they don't even do that. It's just like, why did you fucking lie? Oh, well, but I, no, just why, why didn't you just fucking tell the truth? Like, why, why go through the motions of telling me, you know, oh yeah, well, you know, I'm just kind of looking, no, the fuck you ain't looking for nothing. You just want some Uh ass. Like, be a friend. And
0: I, who knows? I may be looking,
1: not me in particular, but exactly. somebody, maybe. But, you know, I, I did have a situation like that with a guy. And this is, like, when I was first on Tinder. Like, I think I, like, I stopped talking to him for a bit. And then we reconnected again when I got back on. Um, and then, um, yeah, that was just all it was. And I was cool with it, and I mean, and he used to like come He used to bring food, bring me food and shit, and bring weed. <laughs> he was like, "What do you want me to stop and get from?" It was like, a yeah, cool, you know, it was like a cool little thing. I wonder what he's doing <laughs> I now. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> no, he. Oh my god, girl, he just would not shut the fuck up. That's what it was about. Like it was just constant, and then like his, his, his so okay <laughs> spill it so he lived at home so he still lived at home that's okay <laughs> which but you know it wasn't a, that wasn't an issue because it wasn't like he was living at home because he had to um he was living at home because he wanted he wanted to save oh, money okay. which you know you know he's a project manager and not that, like that wasn't a bit like I got my own fucking that's apartment okay. I don't care mm-hmm. but um I mean, I would prefer somebody have their own shit, but that situation, for that situation, it was okay. I'll just say that. Um, but <laughs> yeah, he would just oh my god, he wouldn't shut the fuck up sometimes. I it, and because he's a pro, like construction project manager, he would like look at shit and just examine it in my apartment, and like think of fifty million ways how he could have like executed that in a much better. It, it was just like, dude, shut up! I don't give a fuck about the the carpet strip. Like, like shut up! <laughs> Take your pants. Off. We're only here for. for... <laughs>
0: For f- <laughs> you
1: brought me food and drink and like yeah we're here for that i don't give a fuck about the damn carpet strip like i like and this is a rental <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah and then so yeah he lived at home and then they had his his, his mom's pets had like human names oh, uh- and it was it was like, they it was not a bad, weird, just kind of quirky, like, yeah, I, I, I'm just, just to keep it, you know, PC, I'm not going to go any further. <laughs> 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 it, it was definitely like some ADHD mm-hmm. going on. Um, yeah. It, it was interesting. But, not a bad guy, though. He was cool, but. Obviously, he had to be, I had to be attracted to him some sort of way. You know, I just (laughs) Google the statistic.
0: That's, that is, uh (laughs) uh-oh. Google. We're all about the interwebs. (laughs) Internet Um, facts. (laughs) One in three marriages start off online.
1: Wow. That means I'm really failing.
0: (laughs) You better get (laughs)
1: get your get get eyes end.
0: back out on the internet now
1: <laughs> you know what's so interesting so there was this guy I was dating a long time ago and he was talking about proposing to me but then he told me I couldn't be friends with any oh, of my male Lord. friends and at the time yeah and at the time I was like hell girl I don't even talk to them dudes no more <laughs> Do you now see the toxic statements that was <laughs> Like, I'm not even friends like that with them anymore. And
0: (laughs) no, it wouldn't have lasted. So, yeah, the experience. I did the The right thing. The experiences that take us to where we are present day, swiping right and left.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: And even he and I are still friends.
1: Ain't they on Facebook? That's what the why don't my exes go anywhere? They don't, any of them. No, literally, none of them. Like, I'm friends with
0: all of them on Facebook, except for <laughs> Leprechaun. Maybe you. it's time for you to do some cleanup.
1: <laughs> oh, and speaking of the Leprechaun, guess <laughs> what? I what? found out. I'm not I, – I need to stop harping on it, but it. I just – so, you know, our – um you know our friends who are married that don't live that far from me with the little girl?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. A and A.
1: So um, so Leprechaun was in her sister's <gasps> wedding.
0: That's hilarious.
1: Yeah. How, what a small world. Because, because he was friends with the girl. What groom. a small world. <laughs> and what had happened was how I found that out and I was, you know this was back when this is like when I was still in my snot cry mm-hmm. phase. Um <laughs> the snotty cry, the ugly cry phase. Um you know when you go creeping on their social media and shit and then I saw her sister had commented on something. and I was like, "What?" And I held it to myself for like 9 <sighs> months. <laughs> And she was like, "Bitch, you've been coming over our house, and you never even said anything." <laughs> I was like, "I didn't know how to say. I didn't. It was just, you know, I didn't know how to like just come out and say it, and I didn't know what,
0: you know." Isn't that the I worst? Know? How small the world we live in. <laughs> oh,
1: especially up here. Like I have never experienced how small the world is until I moved. to- my gosh! If I
0: have to hit you up and tell you ex that knows my ex husband.
1: <laughs> I think like we're both gonna end up running into like I'm gonna know somebody that knows yours and you you definitely have to know people that know Yeah, him. it's like I think because your ex knew people that knew his friends, so I know that
0: like there's just that six degrees six horrible. degrees of separation. It's like every though. person, no matter the random ways that I've met these men that I've like met over the years since I've been th- split for my ex it's like oh yeah I know him and I'm like yeah. because at the heart of it all where we
1: live even though it's like a major mm-hmm. metropolitan area it's still very much it like really a small is. town
0: know somebody that knows something about
1: <laughs> Yeah, everybody knows somebody that knows something. everybody has a mutual friend that's friends with one person um i know like one of my friends is facebook friends with one of the guys that leprechaun hates just because i saw it po- it's just like it, it, it's it's, it's, too, it's incestuous
0: yeah. <laughs> yep i don't know about incest. <laughs> it is all these people are in the same pool dipping in the same pools Ugh. I mean that that really kind of really, is yeah. like what uh-huh. it is. we need to leave the state. How about we end on that? Yeah. we need to leave the state.
1: To fight. I de- I need to leave. <laughs> yeah, I need to leave the state because I- I'm just not the same having things it. Things but...
0: will follow, though. Honestly, <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something inspirational to say <laughs> about about <laughs> dating. <laughs> <laughs> it's a clusterfuck.
1: <laughs> it definitely is a clusterfuck. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have anything nice to say about it.
0: I've enjoyed um, it from the aspect of like I like getting to know people and like understanding people. Like, oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, like I do. To know I do. I enjoy like you know That aspect, but then like all of the stuff that comes along with it, I'm just like, oh, I could do without this. So like that advice I've gotten from the be like water is to be like water (laughs) and just like be like, all right, I'll enjoy this for what it is. But then eventually you get met with somebody who actually wants to receive you as you are, and you're and you run. I'm just a hot mess is the what 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 where we are today.
1: I I j and I need to be no, it's clear I'm yeah, I'm J. You need to
0: get yourself back out there
1: and
0: you need to get back on the oh. horse, on the dating horse. <laughs> Why can't? Why doesn't somebody have like an uncle or something well, for me? Like we're putting out a call out <laughs> for anyone listening to this. <laughs> you got an uncle? No,
1: no. Well, no cat daddies though. We don't. I don't. I'm I don't not know into what cat I was daddies. watching last
0: night or what. It, what was it? A video or what? But it was like I'm at the age where I could uh, date you or your daddy.
1: Yeah, no, I, you know, I don't, but you know, I mean, I have seen a couple daddies where I'm like, hmm. I'm, sure, I'm sure, but, but I get pissed the fuck off when people do that with my dad. So I don't, I don't say anything. That's the problem. People are very vocal with me. And that's part of the reason why I also don't post any pictures of my dad, because anytime I do, bitches are always in the comments with the, those fucking oh googly God. eyes
0: emojis or the heart eye emojis oh my god middle school and high school when i was like damn like you guys think my dad is hot like i'm embarrassed right now middle school and high school i mean your dad is handsome though back in middle school and high school when he was at his prime yeah i'm sure and then same with my brother like god i'm like i swear
1: oh yeah yeah (laughs) I'm gonna shut up. How Morgan? I
0: almost did it. I almost did it. <laughs> it was it was about to come out. So I've been. It's, it's, I'm just gonna
1: listeners. Lo's brother is fine as fuck, and I'm talking like silver fox fine, like silver fox with Don't tattoos. Don't do me like this. Right
0: now.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm
0: done. I'm no, not gonna but, but yeah. So not, I definitely I understand the whole like. Daddy hot dad
1: thing, but yeah. And my dad knows it. And I was just like, I'm fine being my fifties. He's like, look, can you believe it? Look, I almost got my back wow. back. It's so, oh my God, it's so annoying. <laughs> look how slim. I'm, I'm almost back <sighs> to my college size. <laughs>
0: It's just like okay, I'm gonna see my way out of this. But Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, but you know, all of these funny and like insane things. Like, I guess that's a good message. As yeah, yeah we always have, have a, a story. story. We we both are people that take the things we've been through and learn from them, which is always a great thing. And I think too, yeah. like keep keeping, keep on trying, like you can't, you know, be jaded for a minute, but like, keep it, keep it moving.
1: Well, I mean, COVID happened and I was like, you know, and I think that didn't help me being jaded because right before COVID happened, remember I went, I ordered Mm -hmm. all those new cute dresses and I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, just, just pour so much into myself and I'm going to get back out there and then fucking covid happened and it's just like i've been sitting at home for a year looking like i'm fucking homeless and getting (laughs) you know (laughs) and eating cookies and shit so then that doesn't help because then all the cute shit that i bought right before covid happened doesn't even fit me so um, yeah so then that brought back the jaded feeling because it was just kind of like well probably
0: not going to be able to come outside my house until I'm 40 so well <laughs> and what I have to say to that is just like you said earlier like we're all work in progress so you meet somebody with how you look now maybe you're not happy with it but it can't stop you from continuing to get out there
1: yeah I guess. Hey, so. you have
0: to take your own advice.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. I yeah. I know. I think I'm yeah, I'm just I'm I, I've been in a cynical mood today is all. It's worse. just yeah. Yeah. Normally, you know, normally I believe the shit that I say. Today <laughs> is just not one of <laughs> We all have those, don't we? <laughs> So yeah.
0: So are we gonna are we gonna podcast but, again? Yeah, of course. We want to know what future topics to of talk course. about. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I I
1: I'll have to think about it. We can take it <laughs> offline. <laughs> <laughs> we could take it offline and talk about it. I think it'll. It'll be interesting. I mean, of course, I think because I mean, obviously, the title of the podcast is Where Homegirls Gather. So, of course, there's going to be some reoccurring people coming on. So, I, I, yeah. So, you'll definitely have a reoccurring role. <laughs> I must approve the topic first. <laughs> I'll let you know ahead of time. And I'll let you pre approve the topic. <laughs> But with that, I will let you go. Thank you for talking to This has been podcast. fun and
0: really shown how <laughs> I ain't shit. <laughs> I got Shut up. There. <laughs> uh, got a lot of work to go, but I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. Yeah. I'll, I'll get back
1: out there eventually. I do, like, just after having this conversation and thinking about how many times I went back uh-huh. to that same thing just kind of tells me I, I still yeah, have some work I, I need to do. Yeah, and that's,
0: like, the biggest thing is so, acknowledging and not dwelling for too long yeah. because our most precious asset is our time. Yeah,
1: at least I can talk about it in the yep. ugly cry anymore. So, I but, mean, I, you that, know, that's progress. The ugly
0: cry is part of the process, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah.
1: But you know well, I'm
0: working until on it. next time.
1: <laughs> until Love next you. time. Love Bye. you, friend.
0: <laughs> Bye.